I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Today in the studio, we are welcoming a person who is very dear to us, Cindy Wilson. Cindy was in Dynamite Studios' first cohort of full-time in 2012, who then worked for Universal Studios Japan and Singapore for five years to then land the job as head booker for Evolution Agency, managing all talent and job bookings for some of Queensland's leading entertainment artists in dance, acting, modeling, vocal, and specialty act. We have so much to chat to this young lady about. Welcome to the studio, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks for taking time out from behind your desk to join us today. It's been busy the last few weeks. So busy. So exciting that, yeah, the bookings are coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Entertainment industry is back. (laughs) So now, Cindy, you are the hardworking woman behind the scenes of Evolution and Emerge Agency. Please tell us a bit about how you ended up as the head booker for Queensland's leading commercial dance agency. Well, I feel like going into something that's a bit more behind the scenes rather than being on the stage was a bit of a natural progression for me. It's something I always wanted to do. I've always been interested in the behind the scenes, how things work, how things get booked, how talent are contacted, that kind of thing. Actually, I do have a bit of a silly story if you want to hear it. Yes, please. I want to do that because I love performing and being on stage, but I always knew that I wouldn't. I I knew that I wanted to be behind the scenes a bit earlier than some people. A lot of people will perform for a lot more than what I did, but I just knew I I want to get into it early. I watched this documentary that was about the casting of a chorus line in New York and it was like all their audition process and it was really cool. I can't remember when it was, but I was quite young and there's this lady, every time they did did the auditions, she was the one who would come out, like talk to the casting directors and then come out and say, go, okay, now these people stay number 12, 23, 74. (laughs) Okay, and everyone else, thank you so much. Like, you know, you did great, but maybe next time, that kind of thing. And she kind of was like, you know, the managing of the audition. Yeah. She kind of consulted with the casting directors. I don't know. She probably did less than that. But from my memory, she just was like kind of that person. I sat there, I was like, I want to do that. And even my friend was like, really? You don't want to be like the person auditioning? I was like, no, I want to do that part. <laughs> I want to be that oh, Because so it's like being involved. You get to yes. be part of the creative process, but then 100%. also get to be involved with like dancers and performers and I love that I feel like that's the best of both worlds in yeah, my head I, I love that <laughs> I feel like, like you're literally doing that yeah. now yeah, yeah. <laughs> and plus be, more yeah I get to be behind the scenes see how things work see how talent are booked but then also have a really great relationship with talent and young performers and watch their journeys grow which is like yeah. and to be a part of that and be involved and yeah I don't know I just really love it I yeah, just love that it was me. a documentary about an audition <laughs> about an auditioning musical yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm like, it's really Good. Took me a while to get um, my head yeah, but yeah, I was like, I want to be that lady who calls yeah, out the names. <laughs> Like registering people for the auditions. Like, yeah, I want to do that. So funny. And here we are. And here we are. So you're someone who's had an incredible career herself. What was it like working for such a huge entertainment company like Universal Studios? It was Betty Boop, right? Yes. Yes. We have good stories about the Betty Boop. And how how you got there is a great story. Okay. I was sitting at Gold Coast to Stedford and these guys were in their first year of full-time in 2012. There was, you know, the smallest group ever in our full-time group. And 
and they were off auditioning and Cindy went to Universal Audition and we had in our mind that she was destined to do acting, singing, like the more theatric combining that triple threat. And I remember she was a bit reluctant maybe to to audition for this role because she was like, you know, when you're training as a dancer for so long and as a young kid and that's all you think is out there and available to you until you go to full time and then you're exposed exposed to a lot of things and it's only then, you know, with a little bit of a push, you go to those auditions that are more versatile and, you know, require lots of different things. And I remember seeing Cindy in a musical at high school back in, yeah, I think you were in year 12 then. Yeah. And she played Patty Simcoe. Patty Simcoe. Yes, in Greece. Greece. It's just the other day, yeah, actually. In Greece. And I just remember, like, I never got that out of my head. I was like, she's just born to do that more character. theatrical character yeah. stuff because she was so good at it. And so we prepared her for this audition for Universal. And there was this thing about the red dress because I was like, right, you need to go in basically giving them the idea of being Betty Boop. We know that you suit everything down to the T of what this audition requirement is asking, but I feel like you need to wear a red dress. And so anyway, Tegan, who's our studio manager, lent Cindy this red dress to audition in as Betty Boop. And obviously she was successful in getting the job. So we have this running joke about the red dress. Yeah, it's a lucky dress. It is a lucky (laughs) dress. It is a lucky dress. So, you know, and I think that's the thing is like when you were training, you you had your mindset on being, you know, just a dancer and that's it. But it was that opportunity to sort of see yourself outside of that like realm and taking the plunge to do the audition. And then obviously that set you off then on this incredible career. And I got to do a job where I got to learn a lot of things as I was doing a job at the same time as well and yeah. still being a performer. I even met people who were dancers along the down the track and they were kind of like, I could never do what you do. And I'm like, oh, it's like really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really glad that, yeah. And I obviously- didn't just put myself into one corner of like the just industry. a dancer. Oh, you've yeah. always kept yourself yeah. open because you yeah. obviously did other things for Universal Studios as yeah, well. Yeah, well, when you went yeah. to Japan, what was the role like there? I was in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to speak in Japanese? Yeah. So part of my script was in Japanese. So I remember really preparing hard for that audition. Mm. Luckily, I'd done some Japanese in high school, which really gave me the basics, but I was very determined. I was like, I'm going to learn all this Japanese and go in. And it was so great though, because obviously if you have to do a script in like two languages, but the working there, like they helped you so much with it. And yeah, it was never like stressful. It was always like I had so much help because I had to speak in a different language and hope that people could understand me and they could. So it was definitely an experience and a half. It was awesome. Yeah. And what a full circle moment now. We have a talent that we represent mm-hmm. that is literally in that show. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Well. It was so fun too because I got to like help her with her process going overseas yes. and I was like, oh my gosh, and you need to go and do this and when you get there, there'll be this and you'll have this help and the show's like this and this is magical and yeah, it was really oh, special. So yeah. yeah. And what I love about your career, a lot of performers, you know, swap and change, doing different multiple contracts, you kind of decided to be loyal to the one company. What were mm. some of the benefits of doing that? They recognized loyalty and hard work, I feel. And I don't know, I just think that both of the universals in both countries, they were just such great companies to work for. I always felt really well looked after. And yeah, as I did a couple more years in Singapore, I even got to progress on to do some other shows as well. So I got Mm. to do a little bit more. One of the shows was more of like of a hosting show, which was a new experience for me too. And then another one was like a bit of a dancer role for like a kid's show, which was like a a great highlight. It was for Sesame Street, this show, which is really cool. But I still like, I have this like deep love for Betty because she's like my first my first big character and yeah yeah she um doing that really I feel shaped how I saw my career and how I yeah yeah no yeah like it's totally yeah what set you off and yeah it and really really shaped
shaped how what kind of performer I wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So you lived in two completely different countries, mm-hmm. in two completely different cultures. As an Australian artist, how did you find this? I feel like I was so lucky because I think when I was going over, I was like, I'm going to be all by myself, not knowing where I, where I'm going to go. Directions are not my strongest suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at direction. And you learn how to ride a bike for the first time in okay. one of the busiest countries in the world. <laughs> Guys, I was very a big scaredy cat when I was little and I'd never learned how to ride a bike without wow. training wheels. I had to take my little cousin to the park. She was just like taller than me at the time. Yeah. I was like, grab your bike. You're going to take me to the park and teach me how to ride a bike because I'm going to be riding around. <laughs> I, I, still, I love that. I, look, I didn't have a major crash, so that's fine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you survived it. Yeah, but I think the lucky thing was when I went over I never I was never alone there was always someone at least one person who was in the same boat as me yeah I think because they bring their performance over around the same time they kind of take you through these orientations and tours and yeah I felt so well looked after I was never alone I think it'd be different for some other people who are moving overseas for different reasons and they're they are by themselves but I felt extremely lucky because I I think I was 20 when I first moved over but still that's so young to be by yourself and I was very very scared and yeah I was never alone I always had people around me and a lot of support so yeah working for those companies was really amazing in that way that I never felt like I'm in a different country and I'm going to get lost that yeah. way thing. to learn yeah. and grow because you're so yeah. out of your comfort zone but obviously still, still safe supported. at the same time yeah, yeah. And, and meet people from all around the world too who had such amazing lives and stories and everything like that so yeah it's a great experience so how do you yeah. think your own training and career prepared you for your agency role I feel like I actually bounced around a few different full-time schools after leaving high school because Dynamite Studios hadn't made their full-time yet and I was waiting. <laughs> but I do feel like I, I kind of bounced around a few different places for a few different reasons. I just couldn't quite find the right fit for me, I think, until I Dynamite did open up their full-time course and I was able to do that. So I feel like, yeah, being able to bounce around, I got to see how different places kind of worked and I kind of figured out what worked for me and what didn't. And what really, I think, prepared me for the agency role is that my training here at Dynamite didn't focus on, okay, let's go and win a competition or it wasn't just about dance. It was about so much more. There was so much theory and so much work on, okay, this is how you develop yourself as an artist. These are the things that you need to do behind the scenes yourself as a performer, CV, submissions, you know, conduct on contracts. It's so important and you don't even realize you go and like some people just don't quite realize what professional conduct looks like. And that's not necessarily their fault or anything like just, yeah, my idea of being a professional just wasn't the same as others. And I think that shows when you're on professional jobs. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just so much more than just performing and being on stage. It was the whole package, which again, brought out that thing in me and like, I want to do more behind the scenes. Like I got to learn about it. And then, yeah, that's where that kind of passion for that came from. Yeah, Mm. It helped sort of path that longevity in your career. Yeah. Because you could do so, you weren't just, you know. Yeah. You were an incredible dancer. But you could also do so many And performer. But yeah, I think the thing you always, always would help out at any chance you got. And I think, you know, learning those skills and really understanding behind the scenes is you know a huge part of our industry and I think something that doesn't get taught a lot no yeah um, but it is probably the most important yeah, to have so a sustainable yeah. career because you know your, your performance life or your shelf life gets you, you know can only take you so far it's like then and I think that was the great thing about you is you always really knew 
that yes, you were performing and you still had that time in you. I even remember after, you know, you'd come home, you'd be like, yep, I'm off to do this or I'm off to do that. And then there was a few times where you're like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to settle down yet or, you know, but then it got the time. And I remember the timing was so perfect. I was like, well, we have this job for you. (laughs) (laughs) You're the person we want for the job. We were ready for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's also timing, but also the relationships and the networking that you, you build and you create along your journey that can be so important and, you know, can end up being a lifetime opportunity for you. So, it's really cool. How important is it to have an agent in the creative and entertainment industry, do you feel? yes. I think it's really important. I think also now more than than ever ever. because like with any industry, the entertainment industry evolves so quickly and I think it's just really important to have someone else that's in a great position that's in your corner. So, you're not just by yourself. You have people that will support you and help you and also expose you to other opportunities that you might not get if you don't have an agent. Or not even Mm. think about really. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, opportunities that you don't even realize exist. Yeah, it's always evolving. So, having someone that it's their sole job to keep up with the evolving industry and assist you in any way. Yeah, I think it's just really important and like I think support is something that a lot of entertainers don't give themselves. They don't let other people support them sometimes. And I yeah. think it's important that, yeah, everyone needs support. <laughs> yeah, having yeah. people that mentor you and can yeah. guide you and point you in the right direction. Or- give you some reassurance. Sometimes yeah. it's just as simple as that. Yeah, totally. Definitely. We've had, it's just nice for someone to go, look, we've got you back. It's yeah. It's all okay. Yeah. You're on the right track. This is just where you need to keep your focus. Yeah. Definitely. So important. And a lot of the time they're kind of the middleman for you and take out a bit of that extra work for a performance so you have more time to focus on yourself and your training and anything else that you wanted to do. So Definitely. And yeah. no one likes talking about money, especially when no, they're the creative. Not. So that's, you know, that's such a positive too is because someone will go into to bat for you and, and can have those awkward conversations that you don't want to have to have and you get to turn up and be glamorous and do your job and do your thing and happy days. Yeah, yeah. Or if you even want to be involved in that conversation, you can see how you can go about that and yeah. be involved. Yeah, and be involved as yeah. well. Yeah, works yeah. both ways. So what advice do you have for any emerging artists or artists, current artists, who have been in the industry for a while who may be looking for work at this point in time. You're going to love this. Keep training. (laughs) (laughs) Training and upskilling, I think it's so important. I mean, I feel like people all over the world, no matter what industry they're in, they say you have this time, make use of it. Update your portfolio. Make sure that you're getting ready for things to start to go back because while you feel like you have a bit of time to relax and do other things, which is great. When the industry does go back, the industry won't be waiting for you. It'll be there being like, are you ready? Let's go. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Wait it's not, yeah, it's not waiting for you to be ready. No. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. okay, point. it's go time. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I think that's the thing is like we're proof. We've seen it. We've got people returning back to overseas contracts mm-hmm. as early as next, next week. Next week. And, yeah. they're like, oh, and that's okay. so exciting. And I think this is what we've been predicting all year. It's like you need to be ready because it's yeah. just going to happen overnight. Yeah. And the fact that those people have been training and yeah. are in the studio every they're day ready. they, they oh, are they're ready they're yeah. gonna go back with even more new skills yeah can't yeah, wait it's exciting amazing. for them so we're currently opening bookings for our evolution pro course program for 2021 which is a great course for anyone seeking any fresh high-end updated portfolio material or fresh networking opportunities especially if you're based in queensland but obviously we take interstate students as well great way to upskill your training or even seeking that one-on-one mentorship and access to other opportunities that the agency has to offer how can someone apply for this program it's so good 
you can apply by sending an inquiry to hello at evolutionagency.com.au. We can send you through an information pack to learn more about the program. I think mm. it's really great. I think even for professional dancers who are in that bit of downtime in between mm. contracts, um, waiting for some things to start happening again, it's just so good. Like I said, this industry evolves so quickly and quite often I, even myself, nearly every single person I know who's come off contract or come off like a lot of work comes back and they're, they're a bit hesitant to get back into class. They feel like, oh, I'm not feeling like I'm back where I was before my contract when you were training full time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grateful performers on any level, someone who's ready to gain their first job or someone who's done a few jobs and wants to get that little bit of extra industry knowledge and kind of keep going because the industry does evolve so much. It's hard to keep up, especially if you've been away on a contract in a different country. You come back and there's so much happening in Australia that you don't even realize or it's hard to keep up when you are away and you are working yeah. professionally. So yeah, it's a great way to kind of get back into the industry. Yeah. That and way I think too, yeah. what's really great is you get to be a part of a community yeah. of people that are like-minded. You get to train with a community of people that are like-minded or working towards the same goal. And I think that sometimes can be scary. I know with our Dynamite community, that's just a given. Once you're part of that, you're part of it for life. But with Pro, why we created that is because we felt like there were so many people that do really want to work with you know the agency and things like that, but didn't necessarily have the opportunity to do full-time or had done a contract. Or have so, moved into state. Yeah. So, the Pro course was created in order to be able to give them that opportunity to be a part of our community and train and upskill and be mentored to further their career or to get that first contract dependent yeah. on where the artist was in, in their journey. And people that have done the program have gone off to do all sorts of different amazing yeah, things. Oh, definitely. on film and screen or they've, they've landed that contract on a cruise ship or theme park. Or working locally as, you know, in the corporate. Creative, yeah, yeah, creatives. Corporate. So many different things. So, so many different avenues. It's really open to any type of artist. It, it caters to all, you know, not just dancers, singers, you know, musical theatre artists, even circus artists with the specialty streams, you yeah. know, the training is so versatile. How does someone who may be seeking advice, mentorship or representation contact Evolution Agency? Obviously, this year's been a little crazy and we haven't been able to do live auditions, but we definitely, the books are open and yeah. taking submissions. So, how do you recommend to any listeners that may be seeking or wanting more information about the agency? Reach out to us. My advice would be to send us an email. It was hello at evolutionagency.com.au and show us what you've got. Mm. Show us. I don't, if you're a dancer, musical theatre artist, specialty artist, professional clown, anything. Like yeah. We want to see what people have got and what they're interested in and what they're seeking. And that way we can, if you show us what you've got, then we were like, great, how can we help this person? Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Love that. Okay. <laughs> now, our most favourite and important question to ask you, what does living your best life mean to you, Miss Cindy Wilson? This is so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My version of living your best life would be go and do what you want to do and don't let other people's opinions affect what you want to do. In my personal experience, I did have those light bulb moments where, yeah, I want to do behind the scenes and I want to be in the office and I want to be doing this. And I did have fellow performers say, really, you don't want to do that? Like be on stage and performing for the rest for you know, the next 10 years. I'm like, yeah, I want to perform for a little bit, but I still want to do this. And or even have some people be like, oh, will you just go home and teach when you go home? Like teaching's great, but it's not for me. And some people, I, I don't think they mean any harm, but it, it did it does affect you. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, this is what totally. I want to do. Is it a bad opportunity? But I'm so glad that I didn't listen to that. I listened to the listen to my heart basically and yeah. follow what I wanted to do. And I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And I feel like pushing to do what I want to do has kind of 
of landed me my dream job, which yeah. is, yeah, ultimately. Like where that I little am now. girl watching the chorus line video. Yes, <laughs> important is to have the right people supporting you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. you. Because if you do have a dream or a vision, the last thing you want is someone to put doubt in your mind. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's there for a reason. You need to follow that passion, and that's where you're going to find your purpose. Yeah. So important. So important. We love it, Cindy. Cindy's my favorite person. Uh- <laughs> in the whole world. Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> She's blushing. No, you're a legend, Cindy. We love you. Thank you so much for joining thank us today you on our podcast. Thank you me. It's my pleasure. And escaping the office. You. We know how busy and crazy it is at this time oh, yeah. of year. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. 